Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to this very special edition of Atlanta Business Radio. It is time for our Women in Technology special edition. Stone Peyton and Trisha Stezzi here with you. Trisha, this is going to be a fun segment. Uh, how you been since I saw you last? I know. It hasn't been too long. I love coming down to Business Radio X. I'll see you tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it beats the heck out of working. And we are going to see more and more of each other. I think we're going to be doing some more stuff together. I'm sure you'll be at upcoming events. I think yep. we're going to be on site at an upcoming uh, Women in Technology event in a, in a few weeks. And this is just, it really is one of my favorite times is to is to have this show and learn about what this organization is doing and learn about how and why uh, various enterprises across the city and I guess across the country are so invested in supporting this organization and, and participating. Before we dive into the show, though, let's give the listeners a little background on you. What is your day job and, and why are you um, involved in, in women in technology? Uh, all right, great. Well, happy to be here. I love coming down. Um, and so my name is Trisha Stezzi. I am the CEO of Significance, which is a purpose-driven consultancy based here in Atlanta. And um, basically what I, um, why this is a natural fit for me to support WIT and volunteer with WIT is that I believe that um, – in bringing out the potential of people and brands to be a force for good. And so how could, if what could scale up being a force for good more than technology? And, um, and, and also being a force for good often means uh, making sure all voices are at the table in, in really any decision making process. And so, um, I love supporting, you know, women in their role in technology. Um, and so I started volunteering with WIT last year as the, uh, volunteer program director for WIT Forums, which we've got one coming up next week. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, and then the other piece of why I, I'm like directly involved with technology is I'm involved with a company called SideShift. And um, what we're doing is um, we have a, actually a free summit going on right now um, where we've gathered 60 thought leaders from around the world talking about solutions to a lot of the biggest challenges in the world. And so through technology, everyone around the world can listen to these interviews for free um, until October 20th. So this is virtual. I can tap in. Yeah. Anyone can tap in and listen to these interviews. And uh, these these are some pretty high-powered folks, uh, yeah. bright, passionate folks that yes. are doing some incredible things. And, and these are inspiring conversations. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned conscious capitalism. Um, so we have the founder, one of the founders of conscious capitalism, Raj Sisodia, is yeah. one of our thought, thought leaders. So um, kind of gives you a sense of the level because he's pretty brilliant. I think he's on his 11th book on the topic. So come come out and watch me interview him. It's, it was um, quite an honor. But yeah, so people can come out at sideshift.net slash summit for free till October 20th. So um, don't miss all this great wisdom. <laughs> you got it. All mm -hmm. right, get us caught up on WIT. Yes. What's going on at Women in Technology yes. over the next few weeks? Great. So, um, well, first, let me start by reminding everyone the awesome mission of WIT, which is to support uh, women at, at all stages of their career from the classroom to the boardroom. And so it's a really amazing program. Um, it's super inspiring, many different ways to support women um, early on and all the way through. Um, for example, at WIT forums, we have 
so, so many like power women in that room, but also students. So everyone's learning from each other. So um, I just really love the work they're doing. And I'm thankful to be part of it. So what's coming up next is this week, next week, Wednesday, um, at Maggiano's in the morning, we have our breakfast, uh, Whit Forum. And that's going to be your all around unconscious bias. So such an important topic. We're going to talk with um, Tara today about that some more. Um, and so people can come out and sign up for that. They get breakfast, get to um, talk with people in the community that are in technology, um, learn and actually participate. So it's not just listening, but they're going to be doing some activities to really like experience this this knowledge. Well, you had me at Maggiano, <laughs> but I guess I'd never really have put much thought or energy into this yeah. idea of, of bias in general, yeah. but particularly unconscious bias. Yeah. So I'm looking forward in a little while diving into that yes. with our, with our guests. I'd like to learn more about that. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So you got, so you got that going on. That's quick. That's like next week. Yeah. So it's Wednesday morning and go to mywit.org to register and hurry up because we usually sell out because it's super popular. Um, <laughs> but we have an, our big, big, big event coming up, um, in November 14th, which is the women of the year awards and girl of the year awards. So we're, so I was not nominated just so our <laughs> listeners know. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, so yeah, so this is such an amazing thing. So we will have like 900 of, um, people that believe in WIT and are involved in the technology community here in Atlanta coming out to support um, and celebrate really these amazing women in, in Atlanta and in, in technology and a girl. <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> and you're going to be there. Maybe you'll be too busy. I don't know, but maybe yeah. you could help us capture some interviews oh, sure. from board members, yeah. sponsors, uh, you know, participants, the young, yes. the young girls. Love it. I love it. I'm a connector. So I love meeting people. So and, we'll be set up there, mm -hmm. right? And we'll have all yes. this, but it would be great if you feel like you have time. Maybe you yeah. can help us capture some of those interviews. I will. But right now what they need to know is, um, they need to go to mywit.org and, and get their, um, Tickets, they can, people can okay. sponsor, companies can sponsor. There's still room for sponsorship for the November yeah, 14th. Yeah, a thing. little bit. So there's, okay. a, there's a little room, so you gotta hurry. Um, and then, and so what we'll be doing is honoring the, we have, uh, different categories. So large, small, medium business and nonprofit. And then the, the girl of the year. And so we'll be announcing the winners. You can go on the site now and see the top three that's coming down to the wire now. And, um, you'll get to, be there when we announce and celebrate the winners and um, go through their amazing work and be inspired at the Georgia Aquarium, nonetheless. So. Oh, that's a nice <laughs> venue, isn't it? Yeah. it's Last time we were there, um, you got to get a selfie with those whales going back and <laughs> behind in the back of the room. So that's a must. <laughs> All right. So before we bring on our guest, I want to ask you a little bit about, because you, you're talking about celebrating a, a young mm -hmm. lady. Yes. Right. This, the way to address this, challenge this issue systemically is to start having influence with young women and mm -hmm. get them and keep them interested in STEM or STEAM, whatever the latest. Yeah. Right. I mean, we got to get, we right. got to get to these young ladies mm -hmm. early, right? Can we speak to that a little bit? Cause that's yeah. a very important part of the right. mission, I think. Exactly. So kind of um, encouraging girls when they're young, instead of uh, going down what might've been a traditional path of not even from a child, uh, a lot of times toys are made like boys are doing engineering things and girls are doing Barbies or whatever. So, right. you know, the earlier you start exposing all children to all options, then they can find a path that resonates with them. But, um, but with wit, yeah, they kind of support the girls. Um, and so that they have that support they need in a traditionally male environment as well. So like, 
you know, when you're um, different than everyone in the room, sometimes it, it's very helpful to have have support. And also when you can see a role model, like when you can mm-hmm. see someone that looks like you that succeeded and um, that can really be inspiring. Um, and I know that there's also a critical point where oftentimes um, girls get started, but then they don't continue like in high school years when things, you know, it just becomes like a choice. Am I going down this path or the other? Right. Sometimes the culture can influence that. So we want them to have a, a strong support system and a path forward um, so that they can stick with with the technology. Well, and to have two strong female leaders like we have in the room here, like, but to be surrounded by strong female leaders, Mentors, I, yeah. I particularly resonate with this topic. I am the father of two young ladies, mm-hmm. and I think, I'm sure it's because of my wife more so than me, yeah. but I tried. They both have the confidence to pursue yeah. the path that, that they're passionate about, mm-hmm. irrespective of traditional yeah. and I would say maybe outdated, mm-hmm. you know, kind of gender roles. But part of it is their mother is a very right. strong, competent, professional yeah. woman. Their grandmother is a strong, competent, mm-hmm. professional woman. And they've been surrounded by mm-hmm. those role models. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's got to be invaluable. Totally. Uh, as you can point out through your example, they had this role model. It's That's their normal, right? So if not everybody has that, then this is a right. way to kind of give that experience to other other girls. All right, let's bring on our headliner. Who'd you bring All with right. you this morning? So we have the amazing Tara Sconzo um, uh, from JBN Consulting. She's a senior manager, and um, she'll tell you a little more about her background. But we love JBN because, especially um, because since I'm the volunteer director of WIP Forums, we couldn't do it without you. So um, they're the title sponsor, and um, so they make make these Wednesday. Um, breakfast possible. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. So the other thing I, um, I can't wait to talk about is, um, this purpose driven aspect of JBN. And that, I think that really ties into, um, how involved you are, um, with, with our work. Um, so with that, I would love to hand it over to you to kind of kick off. Could you tell us a little bit about the topic that you guys are going to cover? next Wednesday morning. I think we're going to inspire a lot of people to join us. Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. So thanks for having me on this morning um, to represent JBN and the upcoming WIP forum that we'll be leading on unconscious bias. So we just alluded to the gender norms Mm -hmm. and the idea of girls growing up perhaps with something different than the um, the building blocks and the engineering style toys that a boy might have. So when you look at unconscious bias, that's where these things stem. Mm-hmm. So it's really getting behind uh, these these norms, these biases that we build in our lives. And there's all different kinds of unconscious or illicit bias that might be about that when you start recognizing it, you can start to combat it. Mm-hmm. So something like celebrating a girl mm-hmm. who is excited about STEAM. Mm-hmm building a mentorship community of women in technology where we can all collaborate and grow from each other, break down gender norms, mm-hmm. build our prowess and premise and mm-hmm. in the market around technology, engineering, etc. So mm-hmm. that's what we'll be talking about next week at the forum that JBN sponsors and, and that we'll be hosting. So we're excited to share our thoughts and ideas, get everyone, you know, out of their seats and active and recognizing unconscious bias mm-hmm. and uh, how we can move forward from unconscious bias, mm-hmm. particularly as women in technology mm-hmm. and build a culture that, that celebrates women outside of the traditional gym, gender norms and people of color and anyone who is diverse in any way, shape or form. 
I love that. And you know what I would love is if we had um, a, a large amount of men attending our unconscious bias um, breakfast at yeah. women in technology because men are invited mm-hmm. um, because I think sometimes that's a little bit of the, you know, if we know, if we learn what's going on, but then maybe we need others to join us in correcting what mm-hmm. might be happening in the culture. So it would be great for us all to learn together and walk forward together with these Agreed. Um, tools that you're going to share. Yeah. All invited. It's, it's a learning experience for all of us, um, regardless of where you are, where you work, who mm-hmm. you are. So definitely yeah. we encourage everyone to come and, yeah. and participate. Great. So what would be an operational example that would help everybody really get their arms around this idea of unconscious bias? Like something that we might see or see as a symptom of in the workplace that now we can say, oh, wow, that's what they were talking about. Sure. Yeah. There's tons of statistics that you can look up around illicit bias, but something might be as simple as you associate colors with good or bad. So black versus white. What do you, what do you lean towards when you're thinking good or bad? That is a bias that you might have. Well, see, that's real, right? Because if you get kicked mm-hmm. out of the club, you get blackballed, right? If, mm-hmm. you're, if yes. you're this moody, depressed person, you got a black cloud following. Mm-hmm. When right. the stock market crashed, it was like Black Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. So the, that's just a simple example in terms of color association. Then you can get into deeper statistics around things like promotions and hiring, statistics around how a name might look on a resume and how a bias against that name means that that person is not going to move on in the interview process when you don't really even investigate their skill set, mm-hmm. their background, what their knowledge might mm-hmm. be and what their um what what they might look like at the table. Mm -hmm. So things like that, that are blockers that Mm -hmm. are in the back of your head until you recognize them. Mm -hmm. You don't really know how to get around them, move forward and, and be better. Right. And this is not necessarily, or maybe you're specifically saying, look, it's not intentional. It's not that that stone may be looking at that piece of paper with direct malice in mind, but any one of those examples could creep its way into my day-to-day life of running a business. And if I'm not attuned to the idea I could really let it impact my operation and, and at least pay high opportunity cost. Right. And maybe really hurt something. Some of this comes about from when you're a child. Mm-hmm. There are studies done of you can, you can put people behind a screen and have them play an instrument and they will select a very diverse population of people to join their orchestra. Whereas if you put them in front of you visually, the wow. results totally change. Mm-hmm. And children will learn this at an early age. It's ingrained. You know, there was um, a statistic around children who were picking um, who they thought would be the lead of their battleship as a game. And the fit and format of the way those people looked ended up being who was picked for the pol- as politicians mm. in that country. Mm-hmm. So they are, were already picking at a very young age for a game, mm-hmm. the look and feel of who they thought a leader looked like, mm-hmm. not based on what they actually knew or were going to execute wow. on. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like to me that, that it's just ingrained in our wiring in our brain, but we can um, learn more and, and, and change what's automatic, right? It's going yeah. from like an automatic to a conscious, unconscious mm-hmm. to conscious. And um, something that makes me think of is bringing your whole self to work. If it's not safe to bring your whole self to work, then you have to completely change who you are to arrive at work or else you will be um, 
discriminated against potentially unconsciously. I mean, that's a lot of work and stress that a lot of people are living through. So like so many disadvantages yeah. to this thing. So we got to fix it. Right. So we got to educate people. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what Jamie's going to do next Wednesday. Yes, <laughs> so I know. I'm so at excited. least as a primer, a start, you know, you got to start somewhere right. with recognizing. And then also in terms of it being towards an audience, a diverse audience, but directed towards women in technology, technology is a space that is not traditionally built from women. Um, and the idea that you can come out and be prepared for things like promotion and, um, and raise conversations, um, you know, how you can promote in the workspace and how you can, um, build a, um, a mentorship community and a community around you that can help to progress mm-hmm. you in your career versus the bias around mm-hmm. um, not progressing and, and stopping people before they can really grow and bloom. Mm. It's like the system. So understanding what the system is and giving yourself tools and support yes. to prosper within and then make change. So once you get in there, you can influence it a little bit more, I would imagine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. The body of knowledge, is it a product of, JBN's work and you're bringing that to the association or did you say, Hey, yeah, we got our work, but we need to go look into this because we really want to help this association or. Yeah. So just to take a step back, JBN is a local strategy and management consulting firm here in Atlanta um, for anyone that's not as familiar with our company. Um, but it is the unconscious bias is something that's been a passion of ours um, uh-huh. at JBN. So we've had several of our consultants and, and a large group of us who are passionate about what this means and how we can grow and learn from it. So it's something that's peppered in with some of our client delivery and helping local um, firms and, and clients of ours mm-hmm. in, in growing and, and developing their diversity and inclusion and, and combating bias, um, mm-hmm. especially in, when it comes to leadership, um, recruiting areas of that sort. So we've, we've leveraged this collateral and information um, in certain ways for client delivery um, and out in the community. But then for women in technology, we've really purposed it around um, the, the community and who, the people who are going to be at right. the forum and joining us there. So we like to, we definitely are targeting it, um, you know, towards that um, community, mm-hmm. but it's something that we've worked on for several years and have always had a passion around. So can you um, t- dive in a little deeper into JBN's background? And um, because uh, I'm familiar with the purpose driven nature and um, I'd love if you could share some more about that with the audience. Sure. Yeah. So JBN is a consultancy, again, strategy and management um, that builds a local culture. So just as important to us as our uh, um, our client delivery and working alongside our clients in industries across customer experience, human capital management, technology, integration, and execution, we are equally as engaged and involved in the community. So mm-hmm. lots of um, activity in terms of nonprofits and getting engaged. We also run a 501c3 called JBN Cares. That is a tangent of our company that our founders cool. started Yeah, at the birth of mm-hmm. JBN. Yeah. So the idea of conscious capitalism and mm-hmm. purpose-driven um, is at the core of JBN's culture. Mm-hmm. So JBN Cares distributes funding to nonprofits across the community that our JBN consultants are engaged in or those that are connected to JBN are engaged in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we spend a lot of time 
doing pro bono work uh, for nonprofits in the city and giving back, whether it be through our clients or through the community itself mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And then we have offices in Dallas, Charlotte and Chicago that all share those yeah. same values and, and culture yeah. of, of conscious capitalism. So this one point that I, um, I don't know where I heard it, but I think it was um, uh, Nigel speaking at conscious capitalism about um how he really humanized his business model, meaning that there's a traditional way to do management consulting and that involves a lot of planes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That none of us like. Um, And a lot of time away from your family. Um, Do you want to speak to that for a minute about, I love that. that Sure. Sure. Yeah. So most of our consultants have come from large consultancies and the, one of the, core values of JBN is that you do spend more time at home. So we don't get on planes for the most part. We invest in the community here. Yeah. So our clients are local. Mm -hmm. We're local uh, structure so that we can really spend time, not just in the boardroom and at the table, but also at the Braves game or Mm -hmm. at the opera or at a whip, whip forum. forum. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I'm married, just so you guys know, I'm married to a road warrior consultant uh, at this very moment. Mm. She has an assignment where she's working from home, but for many months at a time for our entire marriage, mm-hmm. she uh-huh. has been a road warrior consultant and that has its advantages. Correct. Yeah. But while, you know, look, you know, we pay a price, mm-hmm. have right. paid a price for that. Sure. Wow. Sure. So it gives you the, the balance of being able to execute in an area of consultancy where we're all passionate and we all mm-hmm. want to continue to work, but mm-hmm. not have to sacrifice your engagement with mm-hmm. your family, your personal life and your, and your community. I mean, and that's such a big um, uh, piece of conscious capitalism. Right. I, I, I know I'm kind of steering over to that for a minute, but I'm just, um, I just love the fact that when you do things like that, where you, um, treat someone as a person, not just a function. And that can be applied by anyone in a nonprofit, in any business, in a consulting. Um, there's so many benefits. So you're happier. You're going to be more productive at work right. because of these things. So it's not like you're trading, uh, you have to choose one or one thing or the other, but by treating, um, you know, people like people instead of a number, right. um, it's a beautiful way to, to look at things. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, a great way for us to s- connect with past clients, current clients, um, and the community mm-hmm. at large. So right. it, it really does give you, give us as con- strategy consultants a, a great balance yeah. to give back, but also continue our passion and our, our roles and our, our jobs. So I was going to ask too, um, from your perspective and I guess maybe clients you've worked on or heard about in the business, um, Tell us about women in technology. I mean, through your eyes. I mean, what are there there any stories or experiences that you'd like to enlighten the audience with um, that they may not be aware of because they're not touching it every day in their in their work? Yeah. So women in technology is everywhere. I mean, think about it. You pick up your cell phone. You are a woman. In technology, (laughs) you're leveraging it all the time. You really, technology is kind of circles around everything that we do today. You can't escape it. And it has traditionally been a male dominated industry. So we see more and more women moving up in technology. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see it with the statistics at Georgia Tech around the corner that more and more women are Mm -hmm. enrolling at school at Georgia Tech. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. It is a reality. 
of today's business world. Mm -hmm. You can talk people, you can talk process, but none of it moves forward without technology and vice versa. Technology is not going to function unless the people behind it know how to use it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where women can really play a big role of connecting across. Mm -hmm. It's not just a, I'm going to code and call it a day. Really, when you're building a comprehensive enterprise structure, you've got to focus on all three aspects of people, process, and technology mm -hmm. and how they interact. Mm -hmm. So for, for us, we look at all, all of those pieces and where they intersect and how they can enable each other. Mm -hmm. And I think women are in a good space to, to be those connectors mm -hmm. and to kind of integrate across mm -hmm. all three mm -hmm. sectors. And the more we know and grow and build community like mm -hmm. wit mm -hmm. and technology, the more, more powerful we can be. And mm -hmm. that doesn't just include women. Right. That includes our entire Atlanta community mm -hmm. of support, men, mm -hmm. women. Right. Yeah. Gender, regardless of gender, regardless of background mm -hmm. that we are building a, a community of, of technology growth mm -hmm. um, for any type of person. Right. Uh, and, and, um, you, you touched on this, but, um, I think too, um, you know, the connecting aspect seems clear that that would be an advantage, but also, um, you know, consumers, if, if and the power of the purse, if, if the women are, um, buying mm -hmm. the products, um, and half the world is women, you would think you'd want some women on the inside deciding how things are built. Right, <laughs> it right. just makes sense. It's really logical. Sure. <laughs> and that circles back to what we were talking about at the start of this around the bias, mm -hmm. you know, inspiring girls to not steer away from the build building blocks mm -hmm. and steer towards the Barbie, but expose them at a young age to all of that so that they, all of it, that yes. they feel like and know that they are just as talented in math and science and technology. Mm -hmm. So, and that's close to home for me. My mother is a, a biochemist. And so it's always been something instilled in, in mm -hmm. my personal culture right. that science isn't a scary thing and math yeah. is not a scary thing. But still, you grow up in a society where there are gender norms and you mm -hmm. hear that and you know, the women will steer towards the writing and the mm -hmm. languages and steer away from STEM. And that's not what we want. We want everyone to be exposed equally. And then mm -hmm. you find your passion. Well, and I have a brief side note. Maybe it's not a side note. Maybe this should be central. This is a middle-aged white guy talking on the air right now. Uh -huh. When we use terms like conscious capitalism, and we talk about investing in women in technology, I think for some people, it all comes across as very philanthropic and altruistic. Mm -hmm. And maybe there is that aspect to it. But I got to tell you guys, as, as a guy who runs a small business, investing in, in shows like this that support and celebrate women in technology, guys, this is good business for Business Radio X. This comes back to us tenfold. Conscious capitalism. Capitalism is an important part of that phrase. Mm -hmm. So while there is this, there, this uh, uh, non-monetary compensation that comes from genuinely serving a segment of the market, conscious capitalism is good business. Serving women in technology is good business. You know, helping, you know, uh, minority, uh, segments of the population get a, a more consistent and louder voice. At least for Business Radio X guys, I gotta tell you, it all comes back around. It's, it's good business. Can you speak to that a little bit, that whole idea? Yeah. And I think that comes around to diversity and inclusion as well of the fact that the 
population is diverse mm-hmm. and companies in and of themselves are diverse. And so if you really want to serve comprehensively, besides the capitalist side of it, mm-hmm. of building business, how are you reinvesting? And that circles back exactly what you're getting to. So how are you reinvesting? It's not just a sit at the board room and, and leave. Mm-hmm. It is a be in the boardroom and then how are you expanding that and, and, you know, spider, spider, building the spider web out of that mm-hmm. to invest outside. And that's not always that it's going to be, uh, you know, an invoice and you get a dollar amount back. Mm-hmm. It's that it's the engagement and investment on a personal level that then comes back around. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's an important piece of it that you're giving back to the community just as much as it gives to you, mm-hmm. whether that be, in a, a dollar amount or in a connection or in mm-hmm. a realization that mm-hmm. you are going, that you can excel mm-hmm. in science and technology mm-hmm. or invest more in your family and mm-hmm. things like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's circular in that sense of, of the conscious capitalism that it's not just a, a get, it's also a give and that circles back around. Well, I'll say too, to add to that, um, that the business case is, Absolutely there. So, I mean, I know there are many research studies that show when there's a woman on the board, they outperform the competition. Um, when, when you get these four pillars of conscious capitalism right, you outperform the competition. So it's not necessarily why you do it, but it's a, um, natural, um, result of, of getting things right because it makes sense, right? If you have create a culture where you treat people like humans and you respect, respect people and, they're more productive. You're going to attract the better talent. They're going to stay longer. That's saving you money. That's greater output. So, um, all of the stuff is, is both logical mm-hmm. and, you know, so it's, and you could say empathetic or compassionate, but you don't even need to. <laughs> if yeah. you are a logical person and are just looking <laughs> at the numbers, if you're, if, yeah, <laughs> if you don't the care, show. The, me- <laughs> the metrics are there. You look at the metrics. That's fine. But, um, there's a why behind those metrics. Yeah. Uh, so back to Jabian and, and the work that you do for Jabian. Uh, what are some of the, the signals in, a, in an operation, in an organization that suggest to me, hey, you know what? Maybe I ought to reach out and have a conversation with Jabian. Like what's going on in my operation where maybe I should be talking to somebody at Jabian, at least exploring the idea of engaging them? Yeah. And a very generic over overview, it's when you're experiencing any sort of change or pain point. So a change could be positive. It could be that you're picking up a new technology that you're going to integrate into your systems. It could be that you are growing, you're acquiring, you are um, building business. It, and these are good things. Or it could be, again, the pain points. It could be that your retention rates are low, that your organization is moving so fast that people feel undervalued, things of that sort. So anytime there's a, a flux point, positive or negative, Jabian's expertise kind of blankets across all different areas, whether it be human capital management, business, uh, um, business integration and um, optimization, technology, uh, cons- customer experience. So we have several, we work across different areas and, um, and again, in a local, a local format to really invest in the change that you might be going through and understand it and, and grow with the company and really spend time with that com- with the company's stakeholders to mm-hmm. ensure that we're working together towards resolution or growth or positive returns. 
versus coming in and and doing a quick quick hit and then flying out on your plane. <laughs> so, what job security you must enjoy because the volume and pace of change mm-hmm. and uh, that's certainly not slowing down. Right. The stakes are getting higher every day, and it's no longer just a matter of just you know having a methodology or a checklist or. I mean, the specialized knowledge and expertise and real-time data that you guys have right. and the counsel that you're able to support, uh, to me, which, which, which I find that very attractive, at least attractive enough to when I'm at one of these flex points to want to have a conversation with someone um, with that level of expertise and that may have some – enjoy some third-party um, objectivity, right, and bring right. that to the conversation mm-hmm. – can can you walk us through sort of like what is the early part of an engagement with JB and look like like if I do reach out I want to have that conversation how does it start begin to unfold an engagement that's that for me is one of the most exciting parts because it's really discovery it's having a whiteboard a session where you're looking at what is your real problem statement a lot of times people don't really know that it's oh I'm experiencing this pain point and I don't really know why mm. so sitting down at the table to just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Whether it's over a cup of coffee or at a co- happy hour, it, it really gets your brains going of where you can bounce off ideas and get to the root of the problem. What is your mm-hmm. true problem statement? What are your true pain points? And then from there, mm-hmm. there are a plethora of things you can do. So it, it expands from there to the idea of what we've experienced and seen in the past and what we know how to execute on and how that might enable a company to move forward. And reduce pain points or grow or et cetera, whatever they might be looking for at that time and making sure that you're really addressing the root cause of something versus it being a feeling or a number that shows something. Well, what's the root cause behind that? Digging into that, brainstorming, understanding the culture behind a company and how you can really execute to, to make change in a way that's going to stick. So all it kind of starts with the conversations and the uh, really bouncing ideas to, okay, here's how JBN can come to the table with a plan of, of execution to get you from point A to point B and beyond. That sounds fun. Oh, it yeah, sounds it fun. is fun. That's the most fun part. It sounds like yeah. very rewarding work. You must sleep extremely well yeah. at night knowing that you're doing good work. Uh, so before we wrap, a couple of things. I want to make sure that our listeners know how to get in touch with you or someone on your team if they'd like to have a conversation around some of those topics. And then I'm going to swing back around to you, Tricia, and let's make sure that we're um, all very solid on these upcoming Days, but yeah, the best way to whatever is appropriate. I don't know if it's LinkedIn or email or website or or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So JBN, please visit our JBN Consulting website, and you're welcome to learn more about us there. I again am Tara Sconzo, so you're welcome to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Please do come see us at the Wit Forum next Wednesday. We'll be there in person. We can shake hands and meet there as well. Hand some business cards over so that you can stay in touch. And yeah, we're pretty easy to find, and obviously would love meeting new people in the community and, and uh, supporting any questions that you have. So reach out and come see us. Well, thank you so much for your work. Keep up the good work. Thanks for coming to share your story. And and we look forward to following and continuing to sort of, you know, see what you guys are up to over there. Definitely. Thanks for having me and thanks for inviting us. Yeah. So glad you're here. Thank you. Trisha, you're batting a thousand. Every time you bring someone to the studio, I mean, we just have such a great conversation. We learn so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's make sure before we do go that our listeners uh, are up to speed okay. on upcoming events. Yes. And I want to make sure they know how to reach out to you if they want to learn more about your purpose-driven work and the stuff that you're doing. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. So um, women in technology, as you know, we're supporting women from the classroom to the boardroom, and you can do that with us and um, wherever you are in your stage of your career. So join us Wednesday, next Wednesday, this Wednesday coming up on October 16th. At, um, that's our WIP forum on, on exploring unconscious bias. Come meet Jabian and all the other wonderful people attending. Usually we have about 200 or so sold out typically. Um, and so that's October 16th, Wednesday morning, Maggiano's doors open at 7.30. And then our next huge big event, we're celebrating our um, Women of the Year and Girl of the Year Award. And um, come out and join us with 900 of our closest friends <laughs> in the technology community. You wouldn't believe who's in this room. It is VIP all the way. Um, so come join us there at the, that is November 14th at the Georgia Aquarium. Tickets for both of those are at mywit.org. Um, and so, um, I will see you at both, right? So everybody out there, I'm going to look for you. You look for me. Um, and we'll be interviewing some people. Yeah. So look for Stone too. <laughs> um, so if you want to reach me, um, and learn more about significance, you can go to my website, significanceagency.com for, um, unleashing the potential of people and brands to be a force for good. And don't forget free 60 interviews with thought leaders around the world at the sideshift.net slash summit online summit we'll see you there and fantastic we got to end on um women in technology let's all work together to break down this unconscious bias and make the world a better place well thank you here, both here. so much for joining us this morning all right this is stone payton for trisha stezzi our guest today tara sconzo and everyone here at the business radio x family saying we'll see you next time on women in technology 